This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 85. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Have you ever experienced a tennis slump? Have you gone through an extended period of time where you felt like you were constantly losing Have things gotten to the point on occasion that you just wanted to give up the game? In this episode, I'm going to talk about just what a tennis slump is, and I'm going to give you my best tips for surviving one. Before we get started with that, I want to remind everyone it's May, and May is National Tennis Month. Y'all, I am 100% sure it is National Tennis Month here in the U.S., even though I can't seem to find any authority for that or anything to back me up. But guess what? Here on the Tennis Quick Tips podcast and over at TennisFixation.com, it's Happy Tennis Month. I'm celebrating, and I'm just going to keep doing it no matter whether anybody else agrees with me that that's what's happening this month or not. So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to update you on the giveaway I have associated with this particular episode, and I'm also going to tell you about a big sale I'm having on one of my mini courses. So stay tuned. I'll give you the details at the very end. But meanwhile, let's get back to talking about tennis slumps. And the reason I'm talking about this is, geez, I hope I am not currently in a tennis slump But I have been, I've experienced periods of time where it seems like all I can do is lose. I've definitely had that feeling where I just want to throw away all my rackets and never play the game again. Every time it's happened, I've somehow managed to make my way through it, get back to enjoying tennis again and playing better than ever. So when I give you my tips for surviving a tennis slump, let me tell you, they work, I know, because I've been there. And I bet a lot of you have been too. So let's talk about tennis slumps. What exactly is a tennis slump? Well, for most players, a slump can be defined as when you're experiencing an extended period of poor performance on court lower than what your average expectation of your play is. Another way to put this is that a slump occurs when you're losing a lot, like many, many matches in a row. The fact is we all have a level of tennis play that we expect to be able to achieve pretty consistently. And when we don't achieve that level, when our really bad days seem to go on and on, we can enter a tennis slump. And when you get into a slump, it can feel like a trap that you will never escape from. And you can start to wonder why you ever took up tennis and if perhaps golf might not be the right sport for you. Just what causes a tennis slump? Well, the causes can be physical, 
or mental. Physical causes of slumps include getting injured, of course. That's always going to impact your performance. But slumps can also occur when we're making technical changes to our strokes, like changing grips on our serve, or when we change to a new racket. Those changes can often have an immediate, seemingly negative impact on our game for a while, and they leave us feeling like we're taking only two steps forward for every three steps that we're going back. The amount of practice time we put in can also contribute to a slump. When we practice too little, we never have time to dial in our strokes. When we practice too much, we can become exhausted or even injured. But mental slumps occur too, and there are lots of causes of mental slumps. Maybe we're burned out from playing too much. Maybe we're worried about the consequences of failure and losing. Maybe our negative and judgmental self-talk is overwhelming us on court. Maybe our expectations of how we should be playing are just too high. Or maybe they're too low. We expect the worst, so that's what we get. Maybe we're having problems off court that have nothing to do with tennis, and yet they're interfering with our tennis play. But whatever the cause of a slump, physical or mental, the fact is that it happens to all players at all levels. Even at the pro level, especially at the pro level, we see incredible players who seem to go through periods when they cannot win matches or beat players that have never given them problems in the past. So we need to accept that slumps in our tennis career can occur and maybe even will occur and happen to all of us at some point. Once you find yourself in a tennis slump then, how do you survive it and hopefully get beyond it? In other words, how do you keep from throwing those rackets away and taking up golf? Well, here are my best tips for surviving a tennis slump and again, I speak from experience. These are the things that have helped me and I know can help any other player. Number one, realize and accept that slumps happen to all players. As I've previously said, slumps happen to players at all levels and even the best players may go through a long dip in the level of their performance. Understand and take some comfort from the fact that you're not the only tennis player to experience a slump and you will be able to work your way through it. Number two, be positive during your matches. If you talked to your tennis partner the way you talk to yourself on court, you'd probably never be asked to play with that partner again. So much of our self-talk on court is negative and judgmental. We need to be aware of this since this negativity does not help our on-court performance. Number three, forget about winning and losing for a while. I know this is easier said than done, but to improve your performance, you definitely need to reduce some of the pressure you're putting on yourself, and you need to bring down your on-court emotions and frustration levels. So try focusing on your tennis skills and the effort you're making. When you walk out on court, be prepared to play simple, straightforward, high-percentage tennis. 
nothing fancy, just plain old tennis. Be ready to grind it out, to work each point and to wear your opponents down rather than blowing them off the court with your flashy shots, which, by the way, seem to be gone right now. This might mean taking a little off your serve instead of going for the ace. It might mean throwing a few more lobs in instead of rushing the net for the sharp angle volley. Play simple, high-percentage tennis and let the score take care of itself. Number four, set some new on-court goals for yourself. Rather than making every match you play all about winning or losing, change the focus of your tennis play with a different set of goals that you hope to achieve. Perhaps your goal is as simple as remaining calm throughout your match and focusing on what's happening on your court. Maybe your goal is your serve, not necessarily to win your serve every time, but to have some really great service games. There are so many aspects of tennis that we work on that we can find plenty of goals to accomplish during our matches outside of just winning the match. Number five, consider a change of scenery. By this, I mean try changing the players you regularly play with or even the teams you play on. This next thing might not sound very nice, but see if you can find some lower level or weaker players to play against and hopefully beat. And do not put all the pressure of carrying your team on your own shoulders and don't let anyone else put it on your shoulders either. Yes, I myself have had the experience of a team captain telling me that I have to win my next match so the team will make its points or will be bumped down to a lower division. But I promise you, I did not all by myself get the team into that position and you probably haven't done it either. It's not our responsibility all alone to save our team. If you're playing for a team or with players that don't appreciate your performance and you feel you will never play up to their standards, maybe it is time to find a new team or some new people to play with. Number six, take a break from tennis for a little while. Sometimes we just get burned out on tennis. This can be true if you play multiple days per week, and especially if you play on multiple league teams and all of your tennis is focused on winning. While you may think that working harder on your game is what you need to break through your slump, often a mini break from tennis can help you get re-energized and eager to play again. And this is obviously true if you're working through an injury where a rest may be the only thing that can help you properly heal. And finally, number seven, enjoy the game. Remember, tennis is fun. Did you forget that? Because sometimes I forget that. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the winning and the losing that we forget why we started playing tennis in the first place. Because it's fun. It's a game. If you're not having fun playing tennis, you're doing something wrong. And you definitely need to change that. Well, those are my best tips for surviving a tennis slump. You might not need all seven of them, but put a few of them into practice 
And I promise you, you'll come through your slump and you'll be playing fun, great tennis again. I think tennis pro Chris Everett said it best when she said this quote, if you can react the same way to winning and losing, that's a big accomplishment. That quality is important because it stays with you the rest of your life. And there's going to be a life after tennis that's a lot longer than your tennis life. That's the end of the quote. That's a great quote. I love it. In fact, I love that quote so much that I'm using it as the basis of my Happy Tennis Month giveaway this week. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, then it's still May and it's Happy Tennis Month over at TennisFixation.com. With each episode of Tennis Quick Tips this month, I'm giving away some kind of cute, helpful download. And my giveaway with this episode is a mini poster of this Chris Everett quote, the one I just gave you. The image that you can see if you go to the show notes shows you just what the download looks like. And if you click on that image, you'll be linked to a PDF version that you can download, print off for yourself, keep close at hand, over your desk, on a bulletin board to inspire you and remind you why we're all playing tennis and why it's such a great game. So here's how you can get that free download for yourself. Just head over to the show notes, which are at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips85. And if you go to those show notes, you'll get a edited transcript of today's show. Plus, when you go towards the bottom, you'll see the image I'm talking about with the Chris Everett quote. Click on that and you can get the download. The other thing I've got going this week to celebrate Happy Tennis Month is I am running a discount on my tennis mini course called Simple Endurance Training for Tennis. You may remember this course came out a few months ago. I had a big launch and I offered a discount then and I'm offering a discount now to tell you all happy tennis. The weather's getting better. I think it's raining here in Houston. It has been for a few days, but it's starting to get a lot warmer and I myself go through this exact plan, the training plan that's in the Simple Endurance Training for Tennis course. I just repeat it continuously every six weeks or so. I'm actually about to sign up for a half marathon with my sisters. We're looking for something in the fall or maybe a little bit later than that. And this will be a big part of getting me going on my training, doing the training plan that's in this course. It uses a combination of high-intensity interval training and a run-walk protocol. It runs for six weeks, and it's designed to help you increase your endurance for match play, and get fit both on and off the course. So if you want to get more information about this mini course, and if you want to get the special discount that I'm running for one week to celebrate Tennis Month, go to www.tennisminicourses.com slash happytennismonth. And Happy Tennis Month is just all one word, no spaces or dashes or anything. Now, if you're listening to this in your car or while you're out working out and you're thinking, I'm never going to remember that, 
go to the show notes. I have a link there. You can click on that. It'll take you right to the information page for the Simple Endurance course. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the discount price. It's only $4.97. That's over half off. So I hope you'll check that out. It's really a great course. It's what I use. And I think I've said it before. I'm not the greatest tennis player in the world, but I am pretty fit, much more fit than most of the people I play against. And that's how I win tennis matches. Anyways, I hope you will let me know your tennis questions or suggestions you might have about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. And I hope you'll keep tuning in this month because I'm going to have more Tennis Month fun going on. You can reach me by leaving a comment on the show notes. Again, those are at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips85. You can find all of my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips over at tennisfixation.com. So if you can't remember anything I've said so far, go to tennisfixation.com. You'll find it all there. It's pretty easy. Thanks so much for listening. Happy Tennis Month, and as always, happy tennis.